When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there's a lot of myths and misconceptions out there about trading and what trading really is, what can really be achieved, and what you have to do to be successful. Today we're going to debunk some of those. Anyway, I got, I got a cool question this morning before we get into this stuff. So I got a question. I, I, I was typing in this morning. I, I put a tweet out there that said, um, basically, there's this um, trade I was watching for. I said, it stinks when you're watching a trade for a long time. You finally get the opportunity that it doesn't meet your rules and, and blah, 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 risk reward-wise. And then I got a question from a trader. I said, crazy how a good trader like you, you're not wishing for, I said, I need a minimum of one-to-one -to, -one to take a trade. I said, crazy how a good trader like you, you're not wishing for trades with one to 10 risk reward. And I want to ask you guys, because um, I've never had a one to 10 risk reward. And I, I told the trader and with how I trade, again, I'm, more, I'm, I'm not a trend following trader, with how I trade in the market I trade in, I, I said a one to 10 risk reward is rare. Have, have you guys ever had a one to 10 risk reward? Like initially? Like I've done some things like home run trades where you where it ends up being a one to 10, like after you trail and get everything out. But initially, at least with first targets, yeah, and I thought it was interesting because I I don't know this level of trader. He's uh, speaking back to me right now, but it you got to be careful out there with again just assumptions of what trading is, and it goes back to again I was brainwashed when I was little to a trader had to be like ninety percent correct, which isn't true, or a trader needed to do this, or a trader needed to do that. Um, a trader needs to have a one to ten risk reward, and what happens is you you spend all your time looking basically you spend all your time looking for things that don't exist right if, if if you are brainwashed to the idea that i need a one to ten risk reward or it's not a good trade or i need a one to five risk reward or it's not a good trade again you you run the risk of developing a strategy or a technique that could be really 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 good but you bail on it because it doesn't meet the thing that you think you need to get even though you don't need to get that thing um so I just found it interesting because, again, it, 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 the coolest thing about my journey and, and, and going for I, I haven't fully forgotten my bad days. I'm sure as I get older in trading, I'll just the story will just be like, hey, I was good my entire life because, you know, my bad days would be like 60 years behind me. But I do remember how impressionable I was and, and how many false ideas I had. Um, and again, it's unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know. But it's, it's really interesting how that how things change over the years as you start to realize like the reality of certain things and, and some of the things you go back you laugh at you're like man why did i think that or yeah that doesn't make any sense um but i think it does damage a lot of traders until they get on the right track because again in general trading is like looking for i guess a good strategy in a sense is like looking for a needle in a haystack right 
it's 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 a it's a with everything out there it's tough to find a good strategy it does exist it just takes a massive amount of work to kind of get it right the needle does exist inside that haystack it just takes a lot of work a lot of time to to get there and hopefully with with good education with good coaching you kind of have a a a map where it's like hey here's the location of the needle right you still have to work your way through it and find it but at least you have an idea of like hey it's in the 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 the, the bottom left quadrant of this this haystack right when you have these false beliefs it's like looking for a needle in a haystack but there's no needle in there so you're wasting time you're wasting effort looking for something that doesn't exist and it's an opportunity cost thing where it's like man those days weeks months years could have been used for something else and lord knows we're going to make many mistakes in the first place we're already going to not waste a lot of time but invest a lot of time in, in doing stuff that I don't want to say isn't beneficial because we do learn lessons, but doing stuff that ultimately doesn't work, um, but we can learn from it, move on in the right direction. Doing something where you don't really get lessons from it, it's just it just ends up being a waste. So, thought it was interesting. Uh, max risk percentage per trade. Last uh, last one. Do you rank your trade setups good and increase position size based on? Let me just respond to this guy real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna forget. Um, I never risk uh, two per. Let's say, let's see what he says. To this two percent is my max risk. Uh, max risk per. Usually, I'm a lot lower than that. That brings up another good point too. I'll, I'll talk to it a little bit about. Um, I, had a, I had a guy about margin, and no, I increase or decrease based on the grade of the trade. I had another, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the response is to the 2% um, because 2% is rather high in my opinion. Um, that's why 2% is my max risk. The question was, what is my max risk per trade? I said the maximum risk I can take per trade is 2%. Uh, even though I work within a, a smooth ratio money management type of position strategy, we talked about this the other day, I still have a max risk, which is 2%. Um, most of my trades are below 2%. And again, for those who are un uneducated, right? If, if, if you're a new trader coming in, I told you that I risk 2% trade, you would think I'm very conservative, would you not? Would you guys think that? Not what you know right now, but newer come in, right? Because you're like 2%, like how can you... <laughs> How can you make any money off 2%, right? How can you lose any money off 2%? Like that's the point. That's the question we should be asking, right? Not how can you make any money off 2%. It's the fact that, yeah, 2% is so small that you don't really lose much when you lose because it's about capital preservation, right? Um, but again, you go out there and you talk to a professional trader out there. If you know what you know now, and you can ask, you can ask Cody or some of the guys here that are funded, right? Um, if I'm risking 2% of trade, some of you guys are like, ah, whoo. That's an expensive trade right there, Akil, right? Because your max risk is, is one or less than one or something like that per trade. And that's the reality. And this, this, this goes off of, yeah, you lose five trades in a row, you're 10%. Cody says, if I lose five trades in a row, my account's gone, right? They're yanking my money. My funding is gone if I lose 10%, right? Think about things in that perspective, risk management. Everyone thinks about, well, if I win five trades in a row, I only won 10%. The game is survival. You want your funding taken? You want to lose your client? I learned this lesson when I was managing money. 
And I was like, yeah, I'll make you 60% a year. Like, what's your max drawdown? Well, it was like, there's like a, a 40% max drawdown. Nobody. Come back when that max drawdown is, is in single digits. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? Like, I can't. Yeah, what? But it was funny. I was talking to a trader the other day. He was talking about leverage and margin. And he was doing some math early on. And he was talking about, he, he was concerned because he was doing his math. And he was like, I could only, he said, with, with how the math works and my account size and my margin and whatnot, I can only take about four trades at once. He says, if I'm in any more than four trades, I'm not going to have enough margin left to do anything else. And he was like, I risk, I risk 2% and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and what's the way around this? And what do you think I told him? What's the way around this? Yeah. I said, how about you cut your risk in half and you can double your trades. Now you can, you can take eight trades. Right. And that's the mindset, right? Well, you don't you don't realize two percent is a lot of risk until you start putting on four trades at the same time, five trades at the same time. But then people are like, well, how come how come I can't have 10 trades on the same uh, same time with 10 percent risk or two percent risk? Right. That's the save your own butt. You, you don't want to have 10 trades on the same at the same time with 10 with two percent risk. But risk less, reduce your position size. 1%, half a percent. But again, that's, that's something that we don't, I don't think we, going back to the original point, I, I don't, we don't understand that, we don't value it until we kind of, we, until we grow up, until we, it, it, it all starts off by accepting the fact that trading is going to get rich quick scheme. Once you accept that fact, then you, you shift size from going from, well, I'm going to be in trading because I can make a lot of money really quick to my goal in trading is to not lose it and just put in a slow growth. I was explaining that to him. We'll get to the new charts in a little bit. I was explaining that to a guy. I'm on, um, I'm on, a bo- on the board for, this, uh, for a nonprofit foundation and we have our money in this fund. And one of, the, one of our guys, one of the board members was complaining because he's like, our fund only produced this much and we should be making this much because we want to grow our account. And I said, do we? I said, is, 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 is the, 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 the money that we have in our account for the fund, is the goal aggressive growth? No, right? Maybe with your own personal money, when you're in your 20s, you can be as aggressive as you want in the market or learn to trade by yourself. But this money is in a fund, right? Basically, the, this money, the, the number one goal is not to lose this money. Right? That is the number one goal. I'm trying to explain to him. The goal is not to lose this money. If we can grow it by any amount that beats the S&P, then we're doing our job. The goal isn't to create a 30% return. Right? I'm like, do that with your own money. Do whatever you want. And then I had to explain to him. He's like, well, no, no, but you know, you got to be, you got to risk it for the biscuit. I'm like, all right, let's, let's rewind to what, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, right? If we were super risky, what do you think would have happened to all that money in the fund? You know, when everything crashed, 
He's like, yeah, but it would have come, it would, it, it would have came back. I'm like, well, not if you go broke. It wouldn't have come back if you go broke. I said, it's a perfect example, right? We survived that crash fine because of the conservative approach and the diversification. And we lived to fight another day, right? The, the, the majority of the money, and now it's, it's outproduced, but at the time, the majority of the money was still, was still there. There was no big hit. We took our hit like everyone else, but no massive hit. Like when you're, when you're looking at long-term growth and the, and the money of this fund is meant to be here for generations and generations, there's no rush. There's no time limit on it. Risk management. Be be aggressive with 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 other with other stuff, right? Take your take your profits from trading and be aggressive in the crypto market. the show want to give you a reminder jason graystone and myself have a youtube channel called the trader coffee break where we break down different aspects of trading really from a beginner's level and moving forward and really just have some really good coffee break water cooler conversation so if you're interested in hearing some of the commonly asked questions especially from a newer trader perspective or stuff that you won't see in most videos on youtube make sure you go to youtube search the trader coffee break and we'll see you each and every thursday at 10 a.m. New York.